in to the PFF NFL Daily as Sam and I dive in to the biggest surprise of 2020. It's all presented by DraftKings. While the holiday season may be winding down, the sports calendar is in full swing this week. From collegiate to professional sports, there's no shortage of action, and there's no better place to get in on all of this action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To celebrate this year's college football playoffs, DraftKings is giving all new users the chance to bet on any semifinal team to win the championship at 100 to 1 odds. That's right, all you have to do is bet $1 on any semifinal team to win the championship, and if your team wins, you cash $100. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PFF when you sign up to get 100 to 1 odds on any semifinal team to win it all. That's code PFF for new players to get a shot at $100 on any semifinal team this week. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, I'll let you start. Your biggest surprise of the 2020 season now that it's all in the books. That the Minnesota Vikings traded away Stephon Diggs, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and replaced him with somebody who was just as damn good. That's not supposed to happen. Like, I literally said that, you know, one of the reasons I did not like that trade at the time is you were planning on using the pick that you traded for to replace that guy. And that guy's playing at a pro bowl, all pro caliber level. The chances of you hitting on that guy in the first round is just, it's so small. It virtually never happens. And the Vikings did. They got Justin Jefferson, who picked up exactly where Stephon Diggs left off, and if anything, has been slightly better this season. Now, Stephon Diggs has also been slightly better, but Jefferson just set a rookie record for yardage in a season, broke Randy Moss's record for the Vikings for yardage in a season. He's been one of the best wide receivers, period, in the NFL, and I'm writing up the the PFF All-Pro team right now. He's going to make an All-Pro spot. Yeah, it really is incredible. And I think for the Vikings, it's going to start paying off in the coming years. I I think this was a transition year for them because of all the draft picks they had, because of some of the veterans that they've had to let go the last couple of years. So I think we're going to start seeing that paying off in the form of wins, you know, in the coming seasons. Speaking of wins, though, my biggest surprise, everybody's asking me to sign the Josh Allen Mm -hmm. apology form and all that stuff. He's the biggest surprise of this of the year for me and not so much statistically remember we've said before i said i wouldn't be surprised if josh allen has a really good statistical season i wouldn't be surprised if he puts up a ton of touchdowns because of all the playmakers stefan diggs who you did mention uh but to do it at the level that josh allen did having a top five pff grade among quarterbacks uh having a 90 plus grade uh having 30 plus 35 plus touchdowns And then what he did on the ground, you know, all of that together, the accuracy that he showed and some of the poise that I think Allen showed, you know, again, he's not a finished product, Bills fans. There's still even more room to improve. We'll see if he can continue to keep it going, but an incredible year three leap from Josh Allen and, you know, credit the Bills. We've we've mentioned this plenty of times on the podcast here. They deserve credit for the way they built around him and continue to get, you know, getting him an offensive line getting him weapons but i just love the fact that his short area accuracy has continued to improve and then down the field he was awesome this year inside the pocket outside the pocket josh allen my biggest surprise for 2020 i think it's a good one because you know even if you were an optimistic fan or a a guy that liked josh allen heading into the season i i don't think you could have seen this level of jump like he not just gotten slightly better but he's had the same kind of leap that we saw from Lamar Jackson last year right he's gone from like 
below average to MVP caliber. Nothing, you know, not not a middle step in between the two. He's leapt like that entire distance in one off season. And, you know, there was a cool spell a, a little bit in the middle of the season, but there was weather in there. He's had these incredible games. And, you know, if anything just looks even more composed as the season goes on, and it's, look at his PFF grades. They've gone 65, 64, 90 this season. Um, passing grades, 58, 61, 88, or an 89. He's just gotten so much better. And then the accuracy, the thing that everybody says you can't teach you're not going to get better at that in the pros. If you're an inaccurate quarterback coming into the NFL, you will forever be an inaccurate quarterback. You're just not going to make those giant leaps and bounds in that area. Allen has gone from one of the least accurate quarterbacks in football when he came into the NFL to one of the more accurate quarterbacks in the league this year. And that that's crazy. Like last year, he'd taken a big step in that direction as long as you didn't count the deep ball. Um, but this season just across the board when you look at our actual ball location data whether it's um, catchable balls or whether it's you know uncatchable passes his numbers are top 10 in terms of like legitimate uh, ball location throw accuracy from a quarterback in addition to all the crazy stuff that he's able to do in terms of big throws in terms of you know plays on the ground with his legs in terms of extending plays and firing the, the football into a tight window, like that is a huge surprise. Let me add one more to the mix here, Sam. If you told us at the beginning of the season that Justin Herbert would step in and really yeah. look like the future of the Los Angeles Chargers, and then Tua would come in and play, I think, poorly enough, and maybe this was cemented in the Bills game this weekend, poorly enough or average enough that the Dolphins, who have the number three overall pick, in our theory, should be considering a quarterback here. How about Herbert and Tua? We thought that the Dolphins won the draft because they got to pick Tua at five, and the, the Chargers got the leftovers in Herbert, and that's actually flipped now after one year in the league. Yeah, Herbert, I think, is, is a really good one. I mean, he is a significant surprise in terms of play right out of the gate. And I think to the point where that's going to, that coupled with the Josh Allen development is going to send a lot of people back to the drawing board and let me put, potentially let me put some perspective really quick, put some quick perspective on Herbert. Last year, 84.1 passing grade. The previous year, a 79. You know, he's up at 79 this year in the NFL, right? Tua was 90 plus for two straight years at Alabama this year, low 60s. Just for some perspective, where they came from college, how well they played there, and then how they played in the NFL. Yeah, and, and you know, he had a couple of rocky games, but he's bounced back at every opportunity despite the Chargers around him systematically trying to implode at any given opportunity. So I think Her Herbert has been a huge surprise to anyone who saw him play last season at Oregon. I'll give you one more, though, that I wouldn't have seen coming that the entire NFC East would be such an unmitigated shit show as it's been this year like for a decent period of this season there was a very real chance that somebody was going to win this division with like five wins now it's not going to get quite that ugly um, but the entire division being as wretched as it was I think is a major shock well let me rephrase that because I thought that the division itself was going to be good with two teams. I thought two teams had a chance to compete, but I thought it was going to be the Cowboys and the Eagles. Yeah. But it's it was the football team. The last two teams standing were the Washington football team and the New York Giants. They were the last two teams battling out for that NFC East crown. 
So the fact that the Cowboys, yes, they had an injury to Dak, but even then, they weren't winning games when he was healthy, still thought that they were going to be able to compete without Dak. They didn't do it. They, they showed flashes toward the end. They were fool's gold all the way. And then the Eagles, similar injury issues. Carson Wentz, I mean, Wentz has to be the other massive surprise. We've, all, we've literally never seen a guy drop off in year five after being an average to above average quarterback for four years drop off to basically unplayable this season so we said the biggest surprise of 2020 but we're just giving a few others as well yeah i mean our preseason quarterback rankings i put carson wentz i think at number 11 based off okay we've seen some ugly stuff from him in the tail end of last year but you could you know dismiss that because of the receivers he was left working with and we've seen good play from wentz before so he'll bounce back and in fact he went in the other direction he went all the way south to the point where they literally had to bench the guy they had no other choice so there you go. It's the biggest surprises of 2020. I'm still going with Josh Allen. You're going with the Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson uh, switcheroo. Let us know what you think. What's been the biggest surprise of 2020? The regular season is over. Let us know what you think. It's a PFF NFL Daily.